Hello, everyone, and welcome to What a Pitch, the podcast where people pitch made-up movies. I'm your host, Dan Cutler, and joining me, as always, is my lovely co-host, Marco. Oh, I got you! I found you, Sean. It's Sean Dangler. How's it going, Sean? I'm good. I'm glad you could uh, find me while I was still alive, unlike that sub at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> we are coming in hot. Hey, I do not care when rich people die and people who do not follow the rules you die. You know what? I'm going to shake thought. your hand on that. <laughs> so I, I, what's really funny is like there's like the social media backlash of like, oh, like how, you shouldn't be making jokes. These people have families, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Sean, 30% of America is homeless. Yeah. And billionaires laugh at them every single day. <laughs> so I will not feel bad about laughing about five okay. billionaires dying in a submarine at the bottom of the ocean because of their own hubris. It is a literal Icarus story, Sean. They just went the sure. opposite direction. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to turn this into some no, that's social okay. commentary. <laughs> Also, did you want this door open? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, listeners. If you can like hear a fan running or like some like wayward echo, it's because the AC in my house does not work well. Uh, mm. So I have the fan blasting. I have the door open. This is not like pristine audio capturing situation. Uh, I don't give a fuck. It's, like it's what we fucking do. Yeah. It's this is it's gonna be hot as shit in my house as it is yeah. with three supple young men in this small room. <laughs> Um, it's basically the opposite of Kevin Hart's podcast. Okay. So I don't listen. So I don't know. Oh, he has a podcast where he interviews people when they're both in ice baths. For how long? The whole podcast. How can you stay in the ice bath that long? I don't know. Listen to it. (laughs) Don't listen to it. Listen to one pitch. I've been taking cold showers every morning. Oh yeah. For like two minutes. And that's as long as I can do it. Yeah? Because it's too fucking cold. Why are you taking cold showers? Well, sorry, of... guest. We'll get to you in a second. Why are you taking cold showers? So, the reason for the cold showers is, I, I don't know, I read some hippy-dippy shit. I don't know. Uh, basically, <laughs> supposedly, it can help with your immune system. It does wake you up very quickly. Wim Hof? Yes. You I'm know? sorry, I didn't introduce you yet. <laughs> no, I'm Wait, kidding. you know what I'm talking about? Of course I know what you're talking yeah, about. That's, yeah, that's... So, it's, it's based on... Yeah, it's that, basically. So what's Wim Hof? Wim Hof is the Iceman. That explains so much to me. <laughs> That's everything. I don't really know how to explain it. I mean, I just do that part. He of breaks it. world records by being cold. Oh, oh, the guy who can just be cold and he's just like, yeah, I'm a little chilly. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I've tried doing that. I mm. should up my time, but yeah, it is kind of. At first, it's really, really cold. I started at a minute and I've gotten up to two minutes. Wow. But yeah, it's it's interesting. That's dedication. Yeah. All right. Well, enough. Uh, <laughs> enough ignoring no our guests. About. We have a special guest today. Uh, he is a regular host and feature at Teehee's Comedy Club, and he also makes and sells Punchline Hot Sauce. Uh, I'm guessing you buy it online? No, I make it. I well, make it at home. You, do you just, you don't sell? Uh, you gotta just come find me on the street, and right. I will sell it to just you. Just fucking stalk Come him. in a trench coat. Come to Teehee's Comedy Club. <laughs> he's, he's hawking them there. Uh, I will be selling it cash or venmo uh just to me personally it doesn't go to any good cause just uh me making more hot sauce mm-hmm. yeah going to the bills hey that food and housing is are good enough yeah uh so yeah just stalk him and buy hot sauce from him punchline <laughs> hot sauce we have damon tucker thanks Hello. for coming damon. oh thanks for having me how's it going i'm doing great i'm glad i dressed warm 
Yeah. That's uh, a positive. I like to sweat. You are head to toe denim, actually. I just noticed. Yeah. <laughs> so. This is what I wore to the Denim Palooza show. Oh, nice. At Teehee's Comedy Club. It fits. Uh, I did not perform at it, I just went to it. To wear that outfit. To wear this outfit. Yep. Very cool. <laughs> All right, Sean, to get the ball rolling on some conversation, yeah. what is your social security number? I'm not going to tell you. Okay, that. well, follow-up question. <laughs> it's it's July. Now yeah. we're in the, the heat of summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's like a memorable summer vacation you've been on or any any memories you have tied to summer? Oh, tied to summer? That's a tough one. I can go first. You, if you go first. Okay, quick. so one of my favorite vacations, um, and my family would do this kind of routinely, we would go up to Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, there and just like hang out on the beach we'd like there we'd camp at a campground in at, at lake michigan and we'd hang out on the beach and just like there are just like it, it, it wasn't anything like special but it was just like you i did things there and, and like i remember like there was like a sand dune that was like over a hundred feet tall and was incredibly steep so we'd climb to it uh, to the top of it me and my siblings and then we'd just like jump as far out as we could and just like wow. fly down um, or like, you know, one day it was like really stormy and like the waves were huge and they, the lifeguards had like the red flag and the red flag meant like, if you go out swimming, you die. And me and my brother would go out swimming and not die. Well, that's good. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Lake Michigan. Okay. Like, All right. Yeah. Fair. Uh, the only thing that pops to mind is when we were, well, man, I was probably in maybe like fifth or fourth or fifth grade. Took a family vacation, all piled up in the family van. My my parents, my brother, and my sister, who were, they're both older than me, mm-hmm. drove out. We were just doing like a West Coast trip. So we drove, we went to Yellowstone. That was like our, the big first big stop. And mm-hmm. the thing about Yellowstone is, I don't know if you've been there, there was a big wildfire there years ago. So it's just like a bunch of it's burnt to shit. Mm-hmm. And we just complained about how many rocks and trees there fucking were there like just did not appreciate none of us kids appreciate the trip at all well mainly my brother and i and i look back and I'm like my parents probably fucking hated us like we were just <laughs> bitching about this because we like it's like we did, yellowstone's pretty cool but like we were like this like is the most boring trip ever we're just looking at rocks and trees out mm-hmm. here so yeah. oh and we also went to a non-franchised mcdonald's or something and all their prices were like way higher than uh like the regular mcdonald's somewhere out there in yellowstone what do you mean non-franchise i don't know how to describe it but their prices did not line up at all with like the normal mcdonald prices but like, like all the branding and everything was mcdonald's yeah it was so i may have used the wrong term but i don't know how to do it but their pricing was like three like two or three times as much as like the a regular mcdonald's was the was menu like, the same i think so hmm so I don't know how to, I I don't remember so what it like, just cost a lot. So maybe it is a franchise, but it was like so much more money. And also everyone working there, like no one spoke a lick of English at the time too. So it was like uh, was, it, was it on in Yellowstone? It was either in Yellowstone or just outside of it. So I'm wondering if it was like a like a like part of the preserve. Yeah. And like they, they probably have to have like special licensing for that. I don't know. Yeah, it, it was a lot of money, and none of the workers could like understand any orders. Well, actually, I'm pretty sure they like had more the English-speaking people that could speak better English. I should say, or this sounds terrible. We're in the back cooking, and then the people who couldn't really speak English were the ones taking orders. Good and strategy. We're like, this doesn't make any sense for us. What language did they speak? I don't remember. I was a child. If you had to guess, I'm gonna go with Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> 
That would be my guess. Maybe French. I don't know. Maybe they're uh, coming overseas. Sure. Know. Yeah. Um, Damon, how about you? Any you know special memories tied to summer? Um, so since it's July, and that's what we're rolling with. It, as you guys were talking, I just remembered there was one Fourth of July where, when I was a kid, and we used to drive just past the Missouri border and go by the fireworks mm-hmm. that were illegal here in Iowa. Uh, we're in. My my dad's driving, and we're coming about to cross from Missouri back into Iowa, and the Missouri state trooper was just like, they had a line of cars where they were just doing a traffic stop. Oh, sure. Uh. <clears throat> now this, mind you, is the Missouri cop, not the Iowa <laughs> cop. <laughs> so that's important because uh, my dad, <laughs> actually it was on our way into Missouri, so okay. I apologize. Mm-hmm. I got, that's important. He goes in, yeah, so, so my, uh, so he asked my dad, like, what are you guys, uh, so what are you guys going to Missouri for? And my dad's like, uh, yep, we're, we're just, uh, making a trip, you know, just going, uh, <laughs> just going to have a trip. And the cop's like, I just driving around, you're just <laughs> driving around. And he goes, ah, I mean, you got me like, uh, we're going to get fireworks. And he goes, fireworks aren't illegal in Missouri. You're fine. He goes, uh, and he looks into the back seat, kind of leans, and he looks into the back seat, and he goes, I also noticed that you guys have more passengers than you do seatbelts, but that's not illegal in Missouri either. <laughs> oh, my God. So carry on. And he just waved us past, and we went and bought fireworks and then drove back and were committing crimes once we passed back into the Iowa uh, state border. Hell so that was yeah. pretty, Outside his pretty fun. <laughs> it just seemed like a bizarre line of questioning for him to be like, you know, that stuff is illegal 15 feet from here, but you're totally fine right <laughs> We're now. We're cool here in Missouri. <laughs> um, yeah, that actually reminds me of something in college. I would go to uh, uh, fight in KC uh, soccer matches in Missouri with some buddies of mine. Uh, and Missouri does not have open container laws. Yeah. Like I was saying, you guys could have open containers in there too, and you want to get like shit. Iowa does. So obviously not the driver because they're the driver. But we would be driving, and the second we'd pass that, you know, welcome to Missouri sign, we'd all just like celebratory like <laughs> crack our beers, and then just be plastered by the time we. It might as well be its own country. It's, it is very. It's wild. I love that the cop is like, you have more passengers and seatbelts. That ain't illegal. <laughs> we're buddies. Like I'm the cool police. Yeah, we're the cool guys. It's, it's that he he got my dad to say the one thing and then pointed out a totally other thing. <laughs> and was like, "You're t- you're fine on both counts, buddy. Go ahead. This is this is where freedom reigns." God bless Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I don't know. It's just like there's something novel about summer. Like it was it, like growing up, like. I'd have sleepovers with my friends on our trampoline. And it was just like, that was like, it was, cause just because it was summer. But mm-hmm. also, you know, we're kids. We had summer break and shit yeah. like that. So, I don't know. Something novel. I'm definitely a fall guy. I love fall way more, but something novel about summer. I just like it being warm. That's true. Yeah. I hate the cold. Anyway, social security number? Not at all. Damn it. Well, I'll get you by the end of this podcast. <laughs> sure. Uh, I don't fucking know how long we've been recording. Get over it. I think it's... Uh, uh, do you, do you, it's either you want to talk about... You want to keep talking about that submarine? 
No. Okay. Damon? <laughs> so, uh, I did bite my tongue because you started off by saying they didn't find it. They definitely found it. <laughs> uh, I thought it was very funny that people were like, we're looking for this. And I'm like, dude, the th- second that thing went offline, yeah. all those people were gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're dead. Uh, I did see this one thing that was like someone responding to a comment. And they were like, you know what? I'm all about eat the rich, but people died. We should not be making fun of them. And it's like, what do you mean you're all about eat the rich? Do you think they don't die when you eat <laughs> yeah, them? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fucking eat them, yeah. man. <laughs> consume them. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah like, on some so, level, it means like consume their resources, but at some point, it also means eat them. So, as, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, this is a waste of food, and I don't approve. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing is the fucking, like, supposedly the Navy has some, like, secret recon thing (laughs) that, like, knew that it, like, went missing, like, days before anyone else did, but they just don't want to give up their, the the truth that they have this recon Mm -hmm. source um, because of our national enemies. Yeah. And so they're just like, well, guess they're dead. (laughs) (laughs) They're just like, well, we'll just chalk this up to a little, just sweep it under the rug. Yeah. So, yeah, but good riddance. Anyway, (laughs) we're not here to talk about eating the rich, even though we should. We're here to pitch a movie. Damon, Mm. I I hear you have a movie. Is that correct? I do have a movie. All right. Well, then it's time for you to get into the elevator with Mr. Moneybags. Oh, hello. You f- what? Oh. You forget your fucking bit? Bing bang! There you go! Sorry, I missed it. Uh, hello? Uh, you look like you have a movie to pitch me. Hey. Uh, you're not gonna ask me what floor I'm going to? Ugh, I don't you're standing care. right next to the button. I'm, I'm going up to 15, and you're gonna get off when I say you get if off. If you could just press all of them for me. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> so, I do have a movie, and I'm glad that you have the financial I capital to support it. financial capital. Uh, I, for one, don't say things like, eat the rich. I'm all about you people Good. but uh, what are you calling saying you people <laughs> well, yeah. here, beside the point get to your movie uh so my genius movie idea okay it starts with a talking dog and this is not a talking dog tale that you've ever heard of before there's okay. no mysteries being solved everyone can hear the dog it's not one guy that understands the dog mm. and it's also a tale of hollywood is, is that a pun the tale of Hollywood. Uh, you know, I'm not great at titles, but I think you might have just come up with the title. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go on. It's a, it's a tale, T-A-I-L, <laughs> of Hollywood. Uh, so a talking dog is, is born into the world, a puppy that people find out they can speak. And what does humanity do with a talking dog besides make money off of it? Yeah. So it starts with a talking dog, the talking puppy, and uh, and another guy that are cast into a TV show called okay. man's called man's best friend. All right, I like it. And these these uh, this is like the biggest show in the world because it's the one talking dog mm-hmm. that exists, and it lasts for two seasons before this talking dog is getting offers left and right. Oh wow, impressive! So the show gets canceled, and then Ben, the actor who mm-hmm. co-starred in this show just cannot find a job because everyone is just like you're the, the talking dog guy how's how's okay. rex you know what i mean so Classic he's like casting. really out just really just down on his luck not All having right. a great time in his acting career 
Uh, I, I imagine a scene where he goes to a casting okay, what's, call. What's, what's the pitch here? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. We can, the pitch. We can talk that later. All right. So basically, um, the pitch is the, is the struggle of this man who's uh, trying to find his way back into his career while simultaneously the, the, the life of this glamorized superstar actor dog is maybe not quite as glamorous. <laughs> As we thought it would be, and he's really subjected to the commodification of Hollywood and these two separate stories where oh, they. Okay. All right. And what's the movie title again? A Tale of Hollywood. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs> I don't think we're going to. I don't gonna... think he's going to buy it. I don't think he's on it. I don't think he's on board. Um, I wonder if we're going to get into like any capitalism subtext in this podcast episode, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Also, no, I like the idea, though. Oh, that's a, I love the idea. I do love that we were just sitting here talking about how, like, eat the rich. <laughs> and then the first thing you do in an elevator with a rich person is, oh, you're not going to ask me, like, what floor I need? <laughs> <laughs> that's very inconsiderate of you, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Moneybags. Yeah. Um, no, this is actually a really great idea. I actually forgot to say the uh, the kind of turning point of where oh, things go down for the dog. Oh, yeah. I was just trying to get that pitch out of you. Where things, where <laughs> things kind of turn for the dog is that uh, other talking dogs start popping up. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, so now no. he's no longer so special, and yeah. now his career as the talking dog actor is not so special, and that's kind of what reunites the two. I see. That's okay. a fucking twist right there. Yeah. That is Shyamalan level shit. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so... It, I do love this kind of like dual narrative of <laughs> yeah, of love a dual narrative. Our two main characters how they one rises while they fall and and eventually I'm assuming eventually Ben starts to rise a little bit. Yes, um, but at the same time, Rex is. Are you good with those names, Rex and Ben? Ben and Rex. Ben yeah, and Rex. Right. I love it. And man's ba- I love that it's a movie about a show, <laughs> <laughs> a tale of Hollywood. Man's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> It's great. There's puns galore in this yeah. movie, oh, I'm yeah. assuming. This is amazing. All right, so let's start at the very beginning. You know, our movie opens... Uh, I'm guessing it opens on Rex. You know, this... It's the birth of this puppy, and maybe the opening scene is uh, Rex's first word. Do you have any ideas about, like, how that would come out? Like, what that would look like, or... Um. So my thought was actually open with a news report. Oh. Of a talking dog. So you have someone taking like cell phone video mm. of this dog. Uh, and he's kind of talking like a toddler. And he's like, oh, you see my ball? Like you have, uh, yeah. this is the, the coolest ball. My mom my mom gave me this ball. And it's... Like the, I like turtles, kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he's like, it's my favorite color. It's gray. Uh, my second favorite <laughs> color is darker gray you know like we're doing dumb like dogs are colorblind things you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good i like that too and it like it kind of reminds me of like uh from anchorman the ron burgundy reporting on the the, the skiing squirrel like at the beginning of <laughs> oh the yeah yeah i can definitely envision that um okay so we get this news report uh that introduces us to rex uh and um and then we kind of have to get to the inciting events of the movie. So do we see like a montage of Rex, kind of his rise to stardom? Um, so I like to think of a quick 
transition into like you know a bunch of people there's a bunch of you know reporters yeah. and people mm-hmm. that are interested in how to do something with this with this talking dog and the families you know paid off and mm-hmm. basically some some hollywood folks are like let's we gotta we gotta make something mm-hmm. from this dog bob zaslov comes in <laughs> he's like hey i want to make a show that i'm gonna cancel one and a half seasons in <laughs> and then a race from hbo max entirely pretty much yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and then just you know some some corny clips of 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 what man's best friend looks like <laughs> Uh, how excited Ben is to mm-hmm. to be on the biggest show on television with the world's only and first ever talking dog and the kind of attention and accolades that he mm-hmm. gets for being alongside this and then and then a very uh, abrupt end to that show as soon as basically the dog is not a puppy anymore so essentially you know he's he's not a puppy now he's grown uh, mm-hmm. and now the dog's on to he's he's a little more capable of making his own decisions at least we think so as the audience <laughs> yeah <laughs> also uh, i gotta ask what kind of dog is this uh he's a total mutt okay. he's so he's just kind of uh do you remember the 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 dog from the dr doolittle the eddie murphy movies oh, where he's just real man. scruffy looking i think I think, I think it was like so. Bill Murray that voiced time. no Bill Murray voiced the bear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, I don't know a dog like that, okay. just kind of a scruffy brown, ambiguous, not too big, not too small. Okay. Cool. No, I like that. I should have thought more, but I knew that question was going to happen, and I was like, I should prepare. <laughs> I actually like your answer because I feel like an ex- a studio executive would say, no, no, he tests well with all audience, like all, <laughs> all audiences. That's a great question, too, I Sean. I actually have sort of a similar question. What is the format of Man's Best Friend? Is it a multicam sitcom? Is it a, like... Yeah, about office style. Yeah, so. yeah, a mockumentary. It's or... a, it's a, it's a traditional like multicam sitcom. Yeah. All right, so created by Chuck Lorre, <laughs> basically. Yeah, like lowest common denominator, but like appealing to as many people as possible, and just turn your brain off and watch the talking dog kind yeah. of TV. I'm trying to think of like just like throwing in as many puns as we can. So I'm trying to think of like a dog pun with Chuck Lorre, <laughs> like Chuck. Pari. Pari. <laughs> That's not the best. Not my best work. Chuck Barky. No. 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 We're uh, reaching on that one, but it's I like the I like the half effort. barks. <laughs> <laughs> two and a half mutts. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> Alright, we're well, whatever. So it's like it's like vague references to real life people or events, but there's like a dog pun. Yeah. 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 Love it. Okay, so, all right, so we go through um, uh, seeing Man's Best Friend, seeing Rex's rise to fame. It's the number one show, uh, and Ben is at the basically the height of his powers. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the show gets canceled, presumably because Rex wants to move on to bigger and brighter things. He's at very least, he's in, he's in bigger and brighter things. He's on TV, he's on everything, oh, he's, okay. getting, he's sitting down with... With uh, Ellen, he's pulling a Mel- <laughs> he's pulling uh, what a Melissa McCarthy. She was on that. Uh, that's uh, what was that show she was on? Bob and no, that's no the, the one. The, the Mike pre- and Molly. Mike, Mike Molly. and Molly. Yeah, and I think she got too big for that show, and that's why that show ended. So, oh really? I think that's part of the reason. I thought that was after she had done a couple movies. 
Because she was on Gilmore Girls. Yeah. I mean, she may have been in a couple, but I think she was looking to get like in more Hollywood films at oh, that point. Okay. So, I don't know. That's my take. Whatever. Yeah, but yes, yeah, the same I, I thing. Right. He's, yeah. Yeah, Rex is seeing the greener pastures and wants to cash in. All right. Well, he's seeing the grayer pastures. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, man's best friend uh, gets canceled or ends or, you know, in some way. Where do we? Where does that put Rex and Ben specifically? Let's start with Rex. You know, we've been with him a bit. Um, I I like the idea of maybe withholding the reality of Rex's situation okay. from the audience. Okay. Oh, okay. For a bit and That's focusing fair. more on what Ben is going through because it seems so glamorous from the outside. Okay. okay. Everywhere he's turning on the TV, anytime he goes to see. A movie in the theater the previews are coming up and he's seeing rex in everything mm-hmm. and he can't seem to get anything even at the level that he used to do before he was on man's best friend so mm-hmm. he's going to auditions for stuff like uh i, I so i want to i want to do it <laughs> uh he's going to audition for a commercial for antidepressants <laughs> okay okay and he hears the casting agent Go. This is, isn't this the guy, from the, from the dog show? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, that's yeah, him. Yeah, that's and they're him. like, uh, I haven't seen him in anything in a while. Don't you think this I, is maybe a little on the nose for? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I thought he died. I thought he OD'd. So uh, he's. Uh, I think it's maybe too sad for the. <laughs> For the guy I with depression. I think the people we're trying to sell antidepressants to will just kill themselves. <laughs> if they this guy him. has to do. <laughs> and so he's just bummed out. You know, I, I want to uh, maybe a voiceover audition and the, his agents like they're going to pass on this one because uh, the character is uh, is a talking dog and <laughs> they really. They want to cast even the voice acting, you know, they want to, they, they don't, they want to keep the people who do voice acting to match the character that mm-hmm. they're voice acting. And Rex was available for this one. Can so. I, can I, can I ask, uh, I have an idea for something and I want Absolutely. to Absolutely. Can he audition for an, like an animated spinoff of Man's Best Friend <laughs> for his character oh, wow. from Man's Best Friend, and he doesn't get the role. I love that. Oh, great. Yes. Just as many, you know, bad things that we can see. And he's dealing, he's drinking too much now. And, yeah. he's, and he's really, part of this is, I think, also important that he's got kind of a bad attitude and is doing some of this to himself at this point. Yeah. Mm. He's fighting against the ex- external sources, fighting against him, but he's also not doing so well mm-hmm. himself and yeah. is kind of not bringing the best attitude he's towards get, He's getting like, uh, outwardly angry when he gets turned down from roles and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so then basically what we see there from there would be a uh, a revelation of a bunch of news coming out now mm-hmm. of talking dog, new talking dog. Mm. Talking puppies born in Malaysia. Talking puppies don't born in Ontario. Pocket talking. So now we have talking all dogs. These dogs when they're born, is it shown on like a news report? But they're all speaking in whatever in languages. In different languages. <laughs> yes. Or whatever. Like the Canadians have like the Canadian dogs has a Canadian Boy, accent. Boy, I'm auto eight. <laughs> just just talking dogs popping up. 
and this now is like a I'm gonna drink because I'm celebrating in Rex's demise kind of thing, and he's getting a little too wasted. Ben's getting a little too drunk, and then he gets a call from Rex's agent, and Rex's agent is like, "Hey, uh, Rex wants to do a movie with you." Uh, it's like a buddy cop thing and he's like fuck rex rex didn't care about me uh, anything like that and he just hangs up the phone and he you know does some self-destructive behavior uh what happens later though is that he bumps into rex and he starts chewing him out and really giving him a piece of his mind and Rex was like, I've been trying to make this movie with you for years, but my agent, you know, said that you didn't want anything to do with me. And he's like, I, this is, so I got the new agent when my old one dumped me because of all these uh, talking dogs that now nobody wants a talking dog anymore. So turns out Rex has been trying to work with Ben all along. Mm. But the people who, work for him as agents as managers they have been pushing him in a certain direction and i i want to ben's like you've never picked up the phone and called me and rex is like i don't have thumbs (laughs) people do everything for me and now people don't want to do anything for me because i'm not that special anymore yeah we have that in common now let's make this buddy cop movie (laughs) wow What's the buddy cop movie name? Oh, um, <laughs> see, I'm not good with I'm not good with titles, but let's think of one. Let's make one up right now. Paw Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, guard dog. Hmm. I I don't know. Hounds huh? of Justice. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what. Yeah, kind of. What's like rough and order? <laughs> it's stupid. Uh, uh, Barkshall Law. <laughs> bark, bark out. What bark. if so? Uh, actually, bark out. Um, based on the movie. Uh, Cop Out with uh, Bruce Willis and oh. Tracy Morgan. It's a terrible name, but that's the only cop movie I could think of off the top of my head. Beverly Hills Bark. Uh, Beverly Hills Chihuahua Cop. <laughs> well, so I was thinking, like, what if, what if um, the movie actually isn't that good? But it's just about them reuniting. Yeah. So like maybe maybe like a bad title like Barkshall Law. Oh yeah, I don't picture this to be a good movie. Okay. Uh, <laughs> not, my not, movie, not your movie. my movie's fantastic. Your movie's, yeah, yeah, their yeah, yeah, yeah. movie, your movie is terrible. Your movie's going to the fucking academy. Right <laughs> their their movie exactly does not uh, uh, give them the like superstar success, but they're like. Cool. We we make dumb movies with our friends. Mm-hmm. We're friends. They're they're making Happy Madison productions mm-hmm. right now. That's yeah, what, yeah. that's what they're doing. They're not aiming for the stars. They're they're Rex is Adam's name. 
Uh, so then they, so basically what they find from doing that is like, well, yeah, this was so much fun. Like it made enough money. Let's keep doing this. Mm-hmm. Let's keep making uh, these okay. movies with each other. Um, I, so I did get an idea. What if Rex is like, cause obviously it's a dog. Dogs don't live as long as humans. Mm. What if Rex is like, like, all right, I'm getting old. I've got one more project left in me. They do like a 10 episode reunion season of man's best friend that ends with Rex's character getting put down. <laughs> and Jesus. It's like, <laughs> but like, that's kind of like, like, I mean, so your movie touches a lot upon like the actual machinations of Hollywood. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like honestly, when you pitch, when you first pitched this idea, I was like, "Oh, I can see it." Like Ben goes through this um, uh, valley in his career because that's what happens to not the stars of TV shows that you know end. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he reconnects with Rex, he's going to reconnect with Rex because Rex was the star, but he gets into drugs. I genuinely thought that's where you were going to go. It's like <laughs> a talking dog that does cocaine, <laughs> that has sex with hookers, like that like goes off the deep end. Mm-hmm. But the only person who was genuinely nice to him was Ben, and that's how they reconnect. But you've thrown a curveball by saying, no, it's the agents that yeah. kept it apart, which is a real-life thing that happens yeah, in Hollywood. Yeah, system. Yeah. So, of course, like... You know, it was the number one TV show. It's going to have that nostalgia factor. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and, you know, Rex is like, oh, it's Rex's last acting gig. You know, he, after this, he's retiring. So people will watch it again because like, oh, I remember that show. It's this guy. It's this dog's last, you know, role. You know, I'm going to watch, you know, 10, ep- 10 half hour episodes because it's a, you know, multi-cam sitcom. Um so that reunion season would absolutely happen. But and they then also, would let's probably be it... able to get to produce it themselves at that point. Oh, yeah. Because wow. they've already got a production company. They're Happy Madison. Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Adam Sandler does whatever the hell he wants in any movie he does. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, and if that's the role we're going for, do you like that? Like a reunion season? Yes, that I love. Ends this. with Rex's character getting put down. Yes, <laughs> okay. I actually do love this. Um, because it gives the audience of this movie and the audience in that show mm-hmm. of that show within the movie closure without actually having to see the dog die. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And then the movie ends with them like just chilling on like pool, you know, those lounge chairs on pools. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just gonna. I was dr- thinking on a beach, you know, just looking out over. Oh, the playing ocean. fetch on a beach or, or playing something? fetch. Yeah, we could do the lawn <laughs> chairs. That's I, fine so too. I, I, I think I'd. Lo- Would you like it? Um, sorry, I know it's your movie, but like, I, I love collaboration. Cool, because this is like this is part of why I love what a pitch is that like I hear these people's ideas and I'm like that's fucking cool. It's like sparking my brain. You know, yeah. my brain's going yeah. a million hours now. Um. Can we have scenes of just them like playing? Like he plays fetch with Rex, or like they play tug of like he just plays with a dog, basically. Hell yeah, yeah. I love like they they are genuine. Like obviously not when they when Ben is mad at him, 
but like scenes of them just being genuine friends. Yeah, I think that's probably also important in the in the like setup of their relationship during the original filming of the of mm-hmm. the show. Yeah, they're like they're buds mm-hmm. at the time, yeah. and that like that's why Ben feels so slighted that in addition to not being able, not hearing from him mm-hmm. is is like the another way of feeling like i'm not doing so great mm-hmm. on top of the i lost my best friend my I lost my, my career isn't working but also like i thought we were friends yeah i didn't think we were co-workers we played tug of war <laughs> yeah <laughs> we've had threesomes <laughs> and and then i i just thought of this really he lost uh, his best friend and man's best friend at the same time. Ooh. Oh. That's pretty good. I the snaps right there. <laughs> <laughs> Some beat poetry. <laughs> um, yeah, I fucking love... Do you have any, like, is, is that your movie? That's my movie. That's Boom. awesome. Sean, do you have any questions or comments or anything? It's a solid movie. I like it. It is a very solid movie. I would... Would you watch this movie? Uh, yeah. Right in front of Damon, just tell him, like, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> No, I would. No, yeah, no. Nice. It's it sounds very like. I, I say this a lot. The two things that make me cry most in movies is uh, uh, overcoming racism and friendship, uh, which is why Remember the Titans makes me cry so much. But this movie, <laughs> <laughs> this that's, movie, that's nice. It does. I cry no, so much. No, it's a great. I love Remember the Titans. Yeah, it's maybe the best sports movie there's ever been. Yeah, I mean Denzel Washington. I think it's, I think it's like, Denzel's best performance. Yeah, he's fucking tremendous. Yeah, it's a f- great movie. Absolutely. Anyway, back to your movie. <laughs> your movie, it, like it, it it's, it's basically remember the Titans. Yeah, it's basically well, <laughs> Denzel Washington is voicing Rex. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, uh, I I do have a question. How did you come up with this movie? Um, I started with a talking dog and went from there. Nice. <laughs> now I, I'll, I'll level with you. I did, uh, at first think that the dog banging hookers and doing cocaine, that was my first instinct sure, was to yeah. go there. Uh, and then I was like, you know what? I don't, I think the main thing really is that like, I don't think a lot of people feel like they have control when they start when they get thrown into a system and like hollywood feels like one of those things Mm -hmm. and i also like really sort of the the warner brothers frogs the the singing frog like the first thing they do is they grab the thing and they're like make it make it dance and sing and we'll make money off of it like that's what would happen with a talking dog is that people would commodify that Yeah. yeah uh and it wouldn't really have uh much autonomy even though it seems like it did Sure. Uh, and that's, I think, why the focus is more on, like, yeah, this this dog actually got screwed, even though it seems kind of glamorous, because I think that happens to people. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you don't... Yeah, they obviously have a lot less control when you don't have thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> that was such an incredibly poignant, like, theme about this movie that you just, like, genuinely, this movie is fucking... It's, just, like, kind of genius. Mm-hmm. I fucking love this movie. Very well thought out. I like taking something dumb and making it deep. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's good. 
If that's not the title of my memoir one day, <laughs> dumb and deep. It could be your porno too, you know. Why not? Why not both? <laughs> All right. Uh, is there? Do you have anything else left to add? Do you th- anything? I think that's a pretty good. I think we came up with some pretty good extra suggestions on top of what I already had in my brain. So perfect. I think we just made a Hell ten out of ten. Man. Great. Well. Great, because you can't change anything going forward now. Never would. Uh, it's time to move on to the cast list. Bing bong. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Every time. You forget it. You forget your cue when you're supposed to do it. And then you do your cue when you're not supposed to oh, do yeah. it. Oh, yeah. You're driving me up a wall. <laughs> Love I'm, you, too. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm glad that's how you receive it. Um... This is part of the show where we take uh, the cast of characters from the movie and we give them a cast of actors to perform these roles. Now, obviously, we have Rex and Ben. There's not really anyone else, like, specifically worth casting. no real core characters, yeah. But I think it'd be fun if we thought of, like, cameos to do. Sure. Yeah, and so that could just be fun. So let's start with Rex. Who do you want voicing Rex, the talking dog? I think Denzel Washington is a great idea. Oh I think he's maybe a little big for this, though. Um, I, that'd be an aggressive dog, I feel like. Do you want like a younger actor? Okay, so we actually have three phases of Rex's life. That's in this true. Movie. We have Puppy Rex. Yep. Uh, so I say uh, Dustin from Stranger Things, that kid, he's Puppy Rex. The one with that, the lisp. Yeah, I believe that's Gatton Mazzaro. Zaro, Matarazzo. I have no idea. Like so something Italian. I'm a walking in. Yeah. I'm also a puppy. That kid I think would be great. Okay. For the uh you know, you want something adorable. Something yeah. cute. Mm-hmm. Um and he's kinda got the like teenager voice now, which I think is good for a puppy that that's at the stage of like we're we're casting him in a, in a sure. show now. He's yeah, young yeah. enough. He's a child actor. Um, adult Rex. Um, ooh. I'm going to say... Oh, man, this is a tough one. What do you guys think? All right. The only name that went through my head, but I don't think it worked, would be Ben Schwartz. Who was, I believe, Sonic? Wasn't he? Sonic? He yeah, was yeah. Sonic. So he has voice act, voice acting. Yeah, and Ben Schwartz is I great. I was watching Parks and Rec this last weekend, and oh. that's when it popped through my head because <laughs> he is the most douchiest character on that show. He's the worst. <laughs> but I've seen him do improv in real life, and he's fucking great. So. He's great. he's the best. He's yeah. so good. <laughs> he's got the he's got that show on Netflix, Schwartz and Middle Ditch. Oh mm-hmm. yes, yeah. um, it's, it's very good. Yeah. Um, Ben Schwartz is interesting. What? Do yeah. you, how do you feel about Ben Schwartz? I like Ben Schwartz. I like, like that it. choice. It also feels like because like we so it, it's interesting because we're casting people who are going to play these characters who are also actors mm-hmm. and playing characters. Yeah. So we have to cast someone who will work for your movie, but then also work for your show in the movie. Yeah. Um, and I think Ben Schwartz is a really interesting character to play someone who seems like a fleshed out I was going to say a, like a real person or, but a real dog I guess yeah. sure. but then also play a dog that can be like a hammy sitcom character mm-hmm. 
So I think Ben Schwartz actually works really well. Yeah. I like Ben Schwartz as, as Rex. All for right. Sure. Cool beans. And then, and then the third, um, the third Rex you said. Well, so I guess, I mean, old Rex could still be Ben Schwartz doing old Rex. Okay. I think he's capable enough to, as a, as an actor and a voice actor yeah. to play old. Or we could cast an old person. Who does like five minutes of lines? <laughs> like, I mean, that's at that point are we doing? And how do we know? Is he still alive? Ed Asner? Did he die? He did Ed die. Did oh, die. okay. That he's like the stereotypical old person thing for he, a while, he, basically. Yeah, yeah, he kind of is. I was thinking Harrison Ford. <laughs> Harrison Ford. Is a it's dog. so wildly different from <laughs> Ben yeah, Schwartz. Yeah, yeah. This is like absolute. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even imagine like Harrison Ford promoting this movie oh, no, for I've, being a dog because he's like exactly. hates being hates that stuff anyways. And he's there for five minutes at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that I mean that's kind of the beauty of Harrison Ford is that he either absolutely loves what he's doing or he fucking hates it to all end. I am. Like, just like look at his two most popular characters, Han Solo and Indiana Jones. He absolutely hates Han Solo. He hates everything about Star Wars to no end. <laughs> he loves being Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. And and it's like I don't care if he likes it or not. Like <laughs> it's just like I just want you in my movie. If you hate yeah. it, go everywhere and tell everyone you fucking yeah, hate it because you're grumpy Harrison Ford. <laughs> yep, you nailed it. You it's, nailed it as Han Solo. Yeah. Han Solo doesn't like being Han Solo. <laughs> That's kind of true, yeah. And but and that's what makes him a great actor. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not Harrison Ford. Yeah. Do I you, don't know. Do you, so yeah. do, I, like getting back to the root of the question: Do you want an old per- a third person, or do you just want Ben Schwartz? Let's just do Ben Schwartz uh, being ben an Schwartz old, being old, being old. Yeah, I like that. And then give him a, a dramatic monologue as he's being put down <laughs> in the series finale of Man's Best Friend. Yes, absolutely. Jesus, that's. <laughs> I'm going to fucking think about that as I'm falling asleep tonight and just weep. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. So now we have Ben. All I, right. Okay. I have I have a strong, strong thought on this. Are you going to cast yourself? No. Okay. No. <laughs> Close, though. Sam Rockwell. Oh. oh. Wow. I do love Sam Rockwell. Yeah. He's my favorite actor. Yeah. <laughs> He's the best. I will watch anything that he does. How'd you? Where Where did you first like see Ram, Sam Rockwell? And um, man, I I guess I sort of don't remember the first thing I saw, but the first thing I was like, man, this guy's good. Was uh, the way way back the one oh, where he's the lifeguard? Yeah, that's a great fucking movie. so good. That is a great movie. Uh, it's a teen indie. I've coming heard of, of it. I, I have not seen it. It's so. very good. Okay. Um, it also has Michael Scott. Um, Steve, Steve Carell. Yeah. Also has Steve Carell. That's like a douchey stepdad. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, he is really good in that movie. I think he would be, I think he'd be great as Ben. Cause so he's also got like theater background. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like he is a good casting choice for someone who's both a movie actor, a TV actor, a, a, a guy that just is struggling and trying to keep it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's also got like that all-rounder. Like you could put him in a comedy, you could mm-hmm. put him in a drama, you could put him in. And while this, I'm assuming this is like more or less a comedy. There is kind yes. of a lot 
emotionally happening. There's some levity movie. to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's great. I was personally thinking um, Adam Driver. Ooh, and I that's think a good choice. And I think it's like for the exact same reasons you say Sam Rockwell. So I think Sam Rockwell is bullseye. Yeah. Nice. Um, all right. How about any uh, cameos or anything like that? Uh, so the casting director mm-hmm. who says he's just, I think he's too depressed mm-hmm. to be in the antidepressant commercial. Uh, I want Amy Poehler to do that. Okay. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's solid. <laughs> A little reunion, Parks and Rec reunion. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like that. I, I want to get Adam Sandler in here somehow <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of want to make him be Chuck Lorre. Ooh, yeah he's like the the tv guy that <laughs> yeah yeah or that or he just plays himself and adam sandler as himself we could stick that in anywhere and that would be yeah. fantastic i, I <laughs> maybe somewhere in barkshaw law <laughs> <laughs> so my my one thought of a cameo as the agent is the agent tom cruise played in it's, <laughs> it's the same guy. Why yeah. don't you take a big step back and literally <laughs> fuck your own face? Just tie it. Same universe, you know? I love that. Mm, <laughs> I do love that. That's good. And obviously, what a pitch legend. We got to get um, Jason Manzukis in here. Somewhere. Oh, yeah. I do love Manzukis. Jason Manzukis. You know who Jason Manzukis is? Yeah, of course. Okay, good. Okay, good. Because uh, <laughs> some people don't, and I'm like, you are missing out on one of the greatest human beings. Well, here's beings the thing: the they don't know his name. They don't know. It. They know who he is. Yeah, but, but you see him, like, and you're like, oh, it's that guy. Actually, I like the idea of Jason Manzukis being a like celebrity talk show host. That is one of the people that's interviewing Rex. <laughs> that, can can uh, he be playing? Obviously not like in blackface or anything, but Oprah. Like he's basically doing. Oprah. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's doing like, like an Oprah, Oprah an Oprah show. Um, uh, that is one of the things that that Ben sees on TV when he's <laughs> when he's feeling resentful about how well Rex is doing compared I to how he is. That. That's great. That's great. Uh, yeah, we have Jason Manzukis in almost every single movie <laughs> we pitch on this podcast. Yeah. Um, and hopefully and. Not hopefully. One day he will be a guest on yeah, this podcast. We'll get him here. We'll, we'll get know. him. We'll get him. The white whale. Yeah. Um. That's great. Anyone else that Tom Cruise, Amy Poehler, Jason Manzukis, Adam Sandler. I. I think I that's great. Else. Cool. Um. Denzel Washington in the cop movie that they make. Oh, Denzel. That, that, yeah, that yeah. checks out. Yeah. You see their like sergeant or whatever, the like, angry sergeant. The angry black it? sergeant. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, the mayor's coming down on my ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he can just do his like fucking uh, King Kong ain't got shit on me yeah. <laughs> speech. We just rip off all the other like fucking movies and shows that exist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right. Well, I think that's it for the cash list. Yeah. It's time to do the trailer. Bing, <laughs> it's rule three, man. I got a side with Sean on this one. <laughs> you know what? You have science on your side. Yeah. That's fair. In the world, there is a dog that was born that could talk. Hi, guys. I like to play outside. Fetch. <laughs> And they and Hollywood soon found out about this beautiful dog and put him in a show 
with Ben on Man's Best Friend. Friendship can never come to an end. It's time for Man's Best Friend. <laughs> and the show is canceled. <laughs> a year and a half in its run. And while Rex saw the highs of highs... You're going to be a star, kid. <laughs> ben saw the lowest of lows. What the hell? I'm seeing this fucking dog everywhere. <laughs> Meanwhile, they'll t- they're telling me I can't do an antidepressant commercial because I'm too depressing. That should be... I, I should get that role. It's, it's, I should get that role, right? I, it's like if I'm depressing, you take the antidepressant. That's just marketing. Sir, what I said was, do you want fries with that? <laughs> And so while they try to figure out each other's, while Ben tries to figure out what Rex is really up to, Rex soon finds out he misses his one best friend. Man, I can't believe he hasn't even called me in all these years. Why would I call you? You you left me behind. You went on to bigger and better things. Meanwhile, you know, I'm just out here in the wild. I can't get booked for anything. I couldn't even get booked on our cartoon spinoff show as the character I played for a year and a half. Why didn't you call me? Ben, I can't call you. I don't have thumbs. <laughs> okay, that's a good point. That's a very good point. But, you know, still, like, you know, you could dictate. You could, you know, Siri. My agent was supposed to call you. He said you didn't want anything to do with my quote stupid buddy cop movie. What, what, what buddy cop movie? Of course I want to be. Well, you're my best friend. You have what buddy cop movie? You want to make a buddy cop movie? Yeah, I want to make a buddy cop. We talked about this it's when we were filming Man's Best shit, Friend. Our dream. <laughs> and so they made. Their buddy cop film called Barksdale? Barkshall Law. Barkshall Law. And they Wait! S- Marshall Paw! Fuck! <laughs> Marshall Paw. They made their movie, Marshall Paw. It's way better. Mm-hmm. You know what? This. Paw and Order. Paw and Order. Fuck! That's even better! <laughs> Alright, so they made the movie and they got a lot of money off of that, but then they wanted to do one last show together. Well, the same show, but... uh, One last season. One last season. (laughs) Ben, what do you think about this? I don't don't have much longer than me. Much longer left than me. I'm, you know, dog years and all that. But Mm -hmm. uh, I was thinking I say one last goodbye to to all the fans and to you. I think we should end the show with... Me being put down by the veterinarian. Rex. And you holding my paw while I go through that. <laughs> Rex, let's get you that EGOT. Shake. <laughs> All right, coming out in the summer of 2024. A tale of Hollywood. It's rough out there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our movie, everybody. <laughs> Holy shit. <Solid. laughs>
Oh man, this is certainly the episode of What a Pitch with the most puns. In it. <laughs> For sure, definitely. Marshall Paw. I'm like Paw order is better, but paw I'm order. just so mad at myself. <laughs> man. man, fuck. It took me like an hour to remember, realize. Anyway, folks, thank you for listening to What a Pitch. Thank you, Damon, for coming on our episode. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, yeah, we've loved it. Why don't you uh, tell the people how they can continue to follow you and support you through all these things? Yeah, uh, my Venmo is at Damon C. Tucker. Just send me any amount of money. It all <laughs> helps. Uh, my Instagram is also Damon C. Tucker. And uh, yeah, come to come to Teehee's Comedy Club anytime. I'm probably gonna be there. Maybe not performing, but if you wanna have a conversation with me in the back, <laughs> I'll probably be there. Uh, also, I host the weekly open mic at Buzzy's Taco Shop in Des Moines every Sunday at 7 p.m. And they can buy hot sauce from me. And you can buy hot sauce from me at any of those places that you can get a hold of me or see me. I don't have a website for it, but you could also message me on Instagram and I'll hook you up with some hot sauce. Nice. Sean? Uh, like, subscribe, tell a friend about Pandering Talk and What a Pitch. And I think I have a comedy show in Corning, Iowa uh, on July 29th at like, I think, 9 o'clock p.m. Oh. A little late one, but it's in there. I think they have an opera house down there, so that's gonna be super cool. And so, I think show wise, otherwise, I think I have an improv show in September for Alien Head Emoji, but that's a long way down the road. So, that's nice. it. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Daniel Cutler, that's K U T T L E R. Uh, please follow my bands Back to Vinyl and Super Boss, uh, wherever you listen to music. Uh, follow Back to Vinyl on Facebook. We have a show coming up at the Iowa State Fair, August 18th at 10 a.m. I know that's a Friday, people. And at 10 a.m. Yes, it's at the Mid-American <laughs> stage. Yes, 10 a.m., yes. But hey, Sorry. it's going to be fucking awesome. And you'll rock it. Yes, we will. Um, Super Boss, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Super Boss Theme. And you can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Super Boss Music. Uh, also, f- s- follow us wherever you listen to music because that shit helps. Uh, you can follow What a Pitch uh, at f- Facebook and Twitter at PODWAP and listening to Pandering Talk and What a Pitch on, sp- on podcasts. Wherever you listen to podcasts, please subscribe, rate, and review because all of that is good for the algorithm and the algorithm rules all. Is that not right, Sean? Yep. Yep. Uh, but. That's it for now. Thank you, Damon, for coming on. Thank you, Sean, for joining me as always. Thank you, listeners, for listening to Why Up?